We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. We know that the people who are dying from this from this uh, disease. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. You've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Thursday, the 10th day of February, the year of our Lord, 2022. I am Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how are you today? Healthy and alive. Uh, yeah, doing well. Yourself? That's good. Well, um, I think both of us have had uh, an eventful afternoon. We were both about an hour late. Uh, you were an hour late and then I, or while I was here, and then I said, give me a minute, and I was gone for like 30 minutes. So, yeah. Uh, we are going to have to uh, we're going to have to cut this one short today. I'm I'm afraid, but you know how I always say that. I always say we're going to cut it short, and we end up running over. <laughs> true, but, true. Um, we're probably we're probably going to cut this one a little bit short today, and I do apologize for that. I also have to apologize for something else. We've been talking for the last few days about the the debt bubble, as in what they've created with the debt. We've been throwing around some pretty horrendous numbers. And the average listener, you're probably sitting out there thinking, what are these guys talking about? What, what do you mean? Did I miss something somewhere? Well, in fact, you did, and we didn't catch it until today. On February 3rd, we put out a, or we thought we put out a podcast explaining all of what they have done to the banking system since 2008. In fact, there was a podcast that was done that day. I was on it, Bruce was on it, and Ned was on it. And we explained exactly what they did and how much they did between the year 2008 until currently. However, once we finished everything on our end and we finish what we need to do with it and we package it up and we send it to our one of our providers, something apparently went wrong on their end. And we didn't realize until today that it didn't go out. So what we're going to do, uh, we, we cleared it all up. Uh, we spoke to the um, spoke to the providing agency today and they said that they're going to make sure that everything's all cleared up and they're going to uh, have it reproduced. It's going to be out on Monday. So on Monday, you're going to get uh, what we recorded last week on the 3rd. It, normally, we wouldn't do that. We might just write it off or something like that. But this one, this is, uh, and I, I was actually saying this to the provider. I said, of all things, of all episodes to not produce, it has to be that one. It, it just, and it was, it, was a, it was just an oversight. It wasn't, wasn't their fault. But of all things, of all episodes that you didn't put up, it was that one. Uh, this is probably one of the most shocking that we've done to date when it relates to the economy and to the uh, the credit and the currency markets. I just couldn't believe it. I, I, I could not believe that it didn't go out. It's it's slightly more shocking than the Green New Deal. We should put it that way in, in comparison. Okay, yeah. It's 40% more shocking than the Green New Deal's high end. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could go with that. I, I could certainly go with that. So on Monday, we're going to be discussing what they have done. And some of, some of you have already heard this. Those of you that are subscribed to us on Telegram, you have heard it. Uh, but those who listen to us on regular platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and you know, all, all the other platforms, they haven't heard it yet. So it is going to get re-aired for them. But those of you that have uh, been following us on Telegram and our Telegram page, you're certainly uh, aware of, uh, of what they've done. But we are going to put it out. 
uh, on Monday. So again, Monday is the day that you want to tune in. It will be out first thing Monday morning for those people that are in the east coast of the United States. It will be out mid-afternoon for our European listeners, and it will be out late Monday night for our Australian and our New Zealand listeners. Again, Monday, be paying attention to that episode that we put out on Monday, because that is going to be massive. It's going to be massive. You want to know why you have COVID and you want to see where COVID is going? You're going to have to tune in on Monday to find out because it's horrendous. And I'm still, even when we explained it last night to GP, I've known GP a long time. I've really known him a long time. I've never seen that look on GP's face when we told him that. I've never seen that look on his face. I've never seen a grown man literally turn almost green. (laughs) I've never seen that. And he, even today, can't wrap his head around it because it's just, it's so unbelievable. But again, on Monday... Uh, is when we're going to be uh, we're going to be releasing that. You'll want to check that out. Anyway, today let's start with China. We we ended with China yesterday. Let's lead off with China, and then we'll get to Canada. Let's start with China. North Korea, and I know I said China, but but this goes to you know North Korea, North Korea, China. You know, really, is it all that different? You know, it's a puppet state of China. You know, kind of yeah, it's there. China is being praised by the North Koreans for a great victory with the Olympics. Kim Jong-un described Beijing's hosting of the Winter Olympic Games as a great victory for China in a statement issued by the North Korean state-run broadcaster Voice of Korea on Friday. That is, it's a, it's a, great, it's a great time uh, for the Chinese, really, if you think about it. As a matter of fact, Bruce, you were cluing me in as to exactly how many gold medals the U.S. has won at this Olympic Games. Yeah, they've won only one so far. However, they should have won at least, that I'm aware of, at least three others. The reason they didn't win those three other gold medals, however, each one of them was disqualified. Now, the disqualifications, for example, um, the, the ones, uh, the, speed, the, the speed skating, right? What they claimed happened was the athlete was, uh, as they were coming around the curve there, touched past the out-of-bounds line with their hand. Now, this is a normal thing that they do in speed skating. Um, they, it's, it's kind of like a balance thing, if you will. They, they can touch the outside line. It's never been a problem before, never been a problem in any other Olympic. You can go and watch all the others. This isn't a problem. The reason it was a problem, though, is because when the athlete did that, he passed the, the, the two Chinese uh, Oh, no. No, no, of course. And oh, no. So say, he was say disqualified. So. Oh, goodness. Yeah. No. no it's, and it, all it's the unfortunate, others, really. It's, it's unfortunate. It, it really. is. Yes. Uh, all the others were disqualified for the same reason. They passed a Chinese team. Oh, no, no, that's it's yeah. just it's unfortunate, really, when when you have that kind of thing happen, when they when they just blatantly cheat like that and they get disqualified. You know, you can't do anything about no. it as a as one of the teammates there. You are you going to speak out against China in their own country when they're guilty of these atrocities? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does uh, Speaker Pelosi's statement make a little more sense now? You see, here's what's happening in China. This is a great time for the CCP to showcase themselves. That's what it is. 2008, what was it? 2008, they had the last, the last, was it the Winter Games? It was, was it 2008? Is that when it was? I think it was 2008. I think Okay, that's so right. let's yeah. consider that their coming out party, right? Let's consider that their coming out party. This is the icing on the cake. That's what this is. That's what 2022 is. It also coincides right about the same time as the H1N1 outbreak. Does that sound right about the same time? Yeah, it, it does. It's odd how that happened. Strange. And of course, now we're we're reeling from the effects of COVID that came from China. Again, I, I digress. But um, they're using this as a, as a way to promote themselves 
the, the Chinese to promote themselves. You see, it's all about them. They're bringing in all the people from all the, uh, you know, all the world leaders from all these countries that are coming in to, uh, to Beijing there. And of course, it gives them the opportunity to, to uh, meet with uh, President Xi. It gives them the opportunity to visit the, uh, the Communist Party of China Museum. So it gives them a great opportunity to discuss these things in an open dialogue, in an open forum, you see, uh, just so coincidentally in front of all the cameras. And really, it also gives them a great, uh, a great opportunity to humiliate America on their soil, on their terms, and no one can say a damn thing about it. Yeah, I know we're focusing on America because we're Americans, but I would broaden it and say the Western cultures in, in general, uh, the, the Western world. Kim Jong-un getting back to his statement here on the matter. He says, it is another great victory of socialist China that the Beijing Winter Olympic Games are successfully held despite the worldwide health crisis and unprecedentedly arduous circumstances. Arduous circumstance. What, what, uh, what, what is that? Where you're uh, imprisoning Uyghurs and committing a genocide on them? Uh, is, that, is that what you're meaning? No, of course not. What do you say to that, really? And on top of that, I mean, I, I thought of all times, this would be a great time for the marshal, Kim Jong-un. Did you see that new propaganda film they have of him riding the horse? You know, the white horse? Did you, did you <laughs> see that? Yeah. 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 Along the beach there, along the sandy beach. Oh, mm -hmm. man, it's, it's, it's just breathtaking. Breathtaking. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to that. Why is it the dictators always like the white horse? And I point that out because as a Christian, you know the significance of a white horse. Yes. And and you know the name not of the rider. Saying, you know the name of the rider. Not saying. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that the, the Antichrist is the one that rides that. But uh. the, the, the thing is, is I'm not saying that he is the Antichrist. I, I am saying, though, that they are a or an Antichrist. They're, they're one of many. They're not yeah. the yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would go with that. I mean, they are, uh, they are materialistic. They're, they're godless. I mean, that's, that's what Marxism is all about, right? It's materialism. It's dialectical materialism. It's that philosophy of that. And there is no higher creator outside of the matter that you can see. And they also said they're going to start cracking down on Christians in March. I think it was one of the uh -huh. end months, March or May, uh -huh. one of the two. Uh -huh. Yeah, you know. And again, as I was saying, I, I, well, as I was starting to say, I, I thought. You know, while he was giving the speech here praising China, I do believe he is the uh, the leader of the only country in the world where they don't have a single COVID case, and the vaccines that they've been using there have had a hundred percent efficacy, and and they've had no issues with them whatsoever, no kind of uh, adverse reactions or anything like that. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I think that's one of two countries. There's another country, and I forget which one it was. It was one of the stands, I think, but Turkmenistan. They, I think. They, yeah, they, they basically banned the word COVID-19 or anything to do with coronavirus. So it doesn't exist there. Right. Uh, and then I, I think the original thing when it was floating around there was just drink vodka or something. I, I'm not joking. I, th I think that's what yeah, they actually just, did. Yeah, just drink vodka about it. Yeah, that's that's literally what it was. Yeah. So anyway, that's North Korea praising uh, praising China for that. Speaking of China, they've been charged with uh, one of their telecom companies. They've uh, they've been charged with stealing trade secrets from the company Motorola, the telecom company Motorola. Apparently, they stole. And I know this might come as a shock. You know, China actually stealing something. They stole a um, the digital mobile radio technology. It's called the DMR technology of Motorola. That's according to uh, an indictment that was unsealed on Monday. Chinese company then allegedly used Motorola's technology to accelerate the development of its own digital mobile radio products. Huh. Well, was there um, 
any individual that just kind of happened to, I don't know, retire early because they got a bunch of, you know, a nice retirement egg or something, nest egg? Or did they, you know, or did they steal it? I'm not sure. This was in the indictment. At Hytera's direction... And for the benefit of Hytera and others, the individual defendants took proprietary and trade secret information from Motorola without authorization. Motorola's proprietary and trade secret information was used by Hytera and the individual defendants to accelerate the development of Hytera's DMR products. I'm just curious, why are we giving them access to our companies like this? Why? Why, 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 are, why are companies continuing to do this? You know, we, we had this issue that we ran into a while back about one of our one of our fighter jets. I don't think it was the F-35 specifically, or may, might have been, I'm not sure. But one of the contractors was outsourcing some of the, uh, the parts, some of the stealth technology that we use to China. That's classified information. Why are we doing that? Why are we entrusting that to, to a foreign adversary? I, I'll just, I'll throw it out there. Why are we doing that? We're openly doing it. It's bad enough that we've got the, admin, the current administration who's basically handed over 20 years of a monumental failure of Afghanistan to the Chinese with over a trillion dollars worth of lithium that they're now going to mine out and sell back to us at a premium for these ridiculous electric cars that are never going to work. And of course, Argentina, the, the, the Argentine president just met with Xi the other day. And of course, he was praising the, the, the Chinese Communist Party and saying that China wouldn't exist without the Chinese Communist Party and so on and so forth. But of course, yeah. all the delegates of the Argentinians, they, of the Argentines, they were, they were all masked. And the Chinese on the other side of the table, they, they weren't. Uh, but you see, you got to know where your place is, comrade. It's interesting that it was that particular leader. Because if I recall, the president of Argentina just so happens to be one of Schwab's lackeys. And he said in that statement in 2017 at Harvard University, we got the Argentinian president. Yeah, he's, he's one of our young global leaders. And what's more important is that we've penetrated the cabinets of the young global leaders. And we've got more than half the cabinets on our side with our agenda, with what we want. You see, that's really interesting. That's really interesting because the Argentinian government just signed a deal at the Beijing Olympics to be part of China's Belt and Road Initiative. And it just so happens that happens to be one of the only countries in the world that has 100% of their population on a digital ID system. Everything seems to kind of be coming together, doesn't it? You see how it, see how it all kind of works in harmony? You know, I'm looking at the companies that are opening the doors to China. You people in these companies, I want to remind you of who you're doing business with. I want to refer you to what we discussed once before. We played the interviews of Yuri Bezmenov here, and he stated very clearly in the interview that he gave in 1984, odd year, huh? He stated very clearly when he gave that interview in 1984 to G. Edward Griffin, he said, you capitalists here in the West, you will hang very soon. When you go over and you start jumping in bed with these murderers, with these killers, once you have outlived your usefulness, they will make sure that you are taken care of. And I'm not talking about a nice house in the Hamptons somewhere. You see, you're thinking in terms of capitalism as free market capitalism, you think the people that are in the Far East, like the Russians or the Chinese, you think that they are free market capitalists. Ladies and gentlemen, they are not. They are ruthless, cutthroat individuals that will sell you down the river. So long as you're in that business and they can make money off of you and you have influence, they will use you. Remember what Marxists do. They always get dupes to do their work for them. The people that are doing business with the Chinese Communist Party, 
If you continue to do so, this is your last call. I'm saying this because of my knowledge of uh, my basic knowledge of history. This is your last call. If you do not stop doing business with these people, your fate will be exactly what Yuri Bezmenov said. I mean, it's um, if anybody knows anything about China right now, they're more akin to fascists, nationalists. Actually, I, I would um, I would put them on the same level, what they're doing currently. Currently, as in the, the, the regime, the, the system they've been under, I would equate it similar to fascism now, especially uh, because they are allowed to have businesses and, you know, but you have to do what the state, True. do what the state says. And the state basically runs everything, uh, more or less, especially if you're a large corporation, a large business, you have state officials in there um, that are helping run your business, quote unquote. But the other thing is, is um, how racist they are. And by that, I mean, they think themselves the superior race, just like the just like the Nazis back in the day thought the Aryan race was the superior race. They think themselves the superior race. So all, all these other societies um, that, you know, as just as you said, you're doing business with them, you're inferior to them in their minds. Not not just on a level of you're not Chinese in the sense of, uh, you know, we're doing this for the nation They're You're not even the same race as them. So you're inferior. On top well, I, of that. So it, I, it's a multifaceted thing. I think it goes further than that. I, I think it goes further than that. And I, I've listened to several ex experts on on China talk about this. They don't, and I'm talking about like the, the CCP ruling class, they don't even consider the ones that have left China and gone to the US, they don't even consider them to be Chinese citizens any longer. They consider them to be inferior as well. Yeah. Uh, and that that that's why I was tying in the, the nationalistic side of it as well, because it, it's kind of like an intermixing of the two. It's it's kind of a, a touch of communism and fascism in that sense, because it's uh, you've got the um, the nationalistic side of it and the racist side of it. I guess that's still fascism, though, because Nazis did that. They were they were national nationalistic and racist at the same time. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, the only thing that they have in Russia for a memorial to the gulags. Take a guess. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say the ruins of what was once a gulag. It's a single headstone that is on the side of the street next to the old KGB building. It's a single rock. That's it. With an inscription on it. It's yeah, like it didn't they, exist. They haven't learned. They, no. they haven't learned their lesson on that one. At least no. the elite haven't. No. And then and that's that's not even including what's going on currently with the Chinese and what mm -hmm. they're doing, uh, what they're doing to the Uyghurs. That's mm -hmm. that's what, what I was saying, that they're going to start going after Christians. That's what they're intending to do. They are going to go after the Christians now, just like they were going for the Uyghurs. Yeah. Uh, and they, they've actually they've had a, a quite a, a Christian underground movement in China for quite some time. Uh, it's it's fairly large. Uh, anyway. All right. Let's since we're kind of cutting this one short today, let's move on to uh, let's move on to Canada. So the police chief of Ottawa said that they're going to start arresting everybody that brings fuel down to the truckers since they've confiscated their uh, their fuel. Now they're going to start arresting everybody that shows up with fuel. Bruce, did you see all those people that showed up with fuel? Uh, yes, I that is, they did exactly what we say in, in, in that uh, you get a bunch of people together and you do it all together at once because they can't arrest all of you. And that's exactly what they did is they went in with a slew of people, all with jerry cans, and uh, they all brought the fuel themselves. I, I think it's great. I did hear today from uh, from somebody else who was uh, speaking to somebody that's in touch with the police department in Ottawa. 
And word was, once the order came from the federal government to go in and start confiscating the fuel, once that was over, half of the city police officers in Ottawa said, that's the last time we're doing that. Yeah, because here's the thing. Those trucks, the fuel that they they had stored up is for the trucks, which the people that are protesting are using to stay warm in the evenings. So if you're going in and removing the fuel from them, well, it's a blockade. So even though you don't like the protests and everything and you don't like what's going on there, uh, you're going to have to figure out a way to get all of them out. Because uh, if you start doing that, you could legitimately start killing people. And I don't no, no. think you want that on your hands. Yeah, not not only that, but if the trucks stop running in that temperature that is currently in Ottawa right now, if the trucks stop running at that temperature, they're going to freeze and they're going to freeze solid. And you're going to have to thaw out yeah. each one of those trucks. Now, I'm not a truck driver. I know nothing about it, but I and I could be wrong on this, but I believe I heard a truck driver say something along the lines of, and I believe I've heard one say this before, that when those trucks freeze, as in when they when the engine shuts off and they shut down in that cold temperature, and you know the Canadian trucks are, are different this time of year, they have them modified to be able to run in this temperature uh, and be more efficient and stay warmer. But when those trucks shut down in minus 15 degrees Fahrenheit or colder and it freezes, I do believe the air brakes lock up as well. So if that happens, there's not going to be any towing of those things either. That's if you can even find a, a towing company up there, a big rig towing company that doesn't have all their employees out with COVID. Yeah, I know for a fact the engine will seize up because, you know, it's diesel. You know, when it's cold out and, and you have to plug in your diesel truck, that, that's a heater. That's a heating element that heats up the engine so that the, the uh, diesel doesn't gel up and freeze. Um, I don't know if the diesel actually freezes in the sense of ice or no. if it's just turns to a it's, gel it's a gel and then that's why you have the glow plugs you have to keep it warm yeah you, know, you, you plug yeah. in you know in the shops and stuff like that yeah yeah so I, I do remember that growing up with the the diesel trucks and everything but as far as the air brakes are concerned i know some truckers uh in in the family i can ask them see what they um see what they know about that they've never uh, they haven't driven in those kind of climate uh conditions but i'm sure they would probably know Bruce, who do you think is responsible for the uh, the convoy for freedom in the country of Canada? Well, I know uh, the individual that's heading it up. I don't remember his name offhand, but I've seen many interviews of him. Yeah, as far as that, the the other leadership, I don't know. I only know the oh, face, the forward-facing no, I mean, one. Who do you think is responsible for getting it started? Do you think it was, it was that person and that group of individuals that organized it and put it together? Yeah, yeah. I think it was pretty grassroots in, in that sense. They got uh -huh. together and yeah. formulated it, yeah. Yeah, I would tend to agree with you. However, uh, the Canadian mainstream media and the uh, the Canadian left-wing government people, they would most certainly disagree with us. They're blaming Donald Trump for the uh, the Canadian convoy, uh, the trucking convoy. They're, they're blaming him. They're saying that the, uh, the Freedom Convoy is the fault of President Donald Trump and the alt-right, and they're fanning the flames of the protests. So I, I would agree the alt-right is somewhat fanning the flames of this. Because there have been some Republicans that have jumped on board and have um, helped fund and bring uh, some light to that. And Republicans are alt-right, the politicians. And by that, I mean many of them are pansy-ass leftists, to put it kindly. They have no spine. And to say they're Republicans, that is an insult to the true Republicans, those that are actually standing for the Constitution 
um, you know, the, the Bill of Rights declaration, you know, kind of our founding principles. Those of us that stand on those things that were, well, I once was a Republican and I have many family members that are Republicans that are of that mindset. But you look at what the Republican Party was in the beginning and what it's become, what it is now is basically just Democrat light. So, yeah, I would call them all right anyway. But I know what they're talking about. They're talking about all right, like extremists like us. They're they're trying to the to say that we're extremists and we're the all right when we're actually the right. We actually um, we actually haven't moved at all. As in yeah. our principles have stayed the same. We we haven't moved. The only yeah. people that have moved here, the only people that have changed are the ruling class. They're the only ones. And and the woke mobs. That that's it. They've moved. I've 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 moved a bit. I, I, I will I will admit I have moved a bit. I have ratcheted down even more on government's bad. At first okay, it fair. was it was it was just government's bad. Now it's I'm I'm on the verge of saying government's just flat evil. So you've yeah. been blackpilled. I wouldn't say blackpilled because I think I was already there. I, I think I've become jaded. And just on that point, I, I want to play this clip here to kind of to kind of sure up our our, our points here that we're making. We heard before about uh, the um, uh, what's her name, one of the counselors from the city of Ottawa, and she was talking about all the honking. Oh, it's just so terrible. It's torture. These are violent, dangerous insurrectionists, right? Yeah, yeah, we've heard that before. She looks like a white suburban mom. She looks like she's, yeah, yeah, something like that. She she looks just, I want to play this clip. This is another city councilor. And you can see clearly, I know you, you can't see this video. You can see clearly that the woman who called for the, uh, the uh, whatever, the stopping of these violent insurrectionists and, and they need to take their funding and blah, 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 right? That's what they- Well, and they, arrest them. And arrest them, yes. That woman was on the call. Of course, it's a city council meeting. It's on Zoom, right? Because for whatever reason, they can't convene physically. They're probably due to the fact that they're well. I was going to yeah, say they can't the get there because yeah, it's they can't blocked. get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to play this, and and I want you to hear specifically what this other woman is saying to the chief of police in Ottawa. Thank you, Chair, and um, thank you to the command. Um, can I just express my frustration with everything um, on behalf of our community? I think there was a lot of hope yesterday, Chief, when you outlined the surge and contain strategy and um, uh, the sense of urgency to get this thing under control. Um, despite that, um, I think people are expressing uh, frustration because they're not seeing any results. To, to hear that we need legal advice uh, on, on what can be done to clamp down on some of the behaviors um, is um, it's baffling. There are, there are there is criminal behavior happening down there. And I think if we could see the officers in the neighborhoods, have we arrest have we gone in and arrested the people who are like who are causing trouble at night? What? I think if we could see some concrete things happening, maybe people wouldn't be so frustrated. We see Quebec City taking action. We see Toronto taking action. I mean, obviously, with with hindsight, looking what's going on here. But at the same time, um, you need officers. We're getting more officers. But we need to be told if there's a concrete plan in place that we can start arresting people. How do we know that things are going to blow up if we haven't done anything except monitor and and keep the peace? This, This can't continue. And this is day eight. Can I just say that knowing that we haven't been in touch with the NCC to, to, to decide about policing Confederation Park is mind-boggling to me. 
Oh, Can wow. we, do we have we not put all the levels of government and the decision makers in a room to determine, because this is an unprecedented situation, that we have to take unprecedented decisions and move? Because we're giving it the signal to all these people who are coming into town that it's a free for all. You know, they can take tri- tires off trucks. They can put up buildings. They can bring in fuel. They can take over our stadium. We've given them the signal that it's a common party in our in our town. And and if I'm expressing frustration, not just as a board member and a city councillor, but as as a resident of the city to see our colleagues and our, our fellow residents downtown being so hard put upon. I believe it when I hear my city councillors, the city councillors downtown say they, there's no police presence in the neighbourhoods and people have been left on their own. We want to we want to know what the plan is. We want plan. to know concretely what okay. is going to happen. Okay. Are we going right. to start making arrests? For what? Or do we just wait for more intelligence? Okay, all right. You want to know what a concrete plan is. Okay, lady. Lady, I, I got a plan for you. I, I got a plan for you. I'll tell you what the plan is. You don't have to ask any of your, uh, your colleagues up there. I'll tell you what the plan is. The plan is to stay there and not move until people like yourself tender your resignation effective immediately pending arrest for what you have done to the people of your city. That's what the plan is. Now, if if you think that it's anything other than that, then you're just flat out delusional. When are we going to start making arrests? We have the same questions. When are we going to start making arrests on the people that have caused this situation? You see, here's what needs to happen. And this is just my opinion. Based on what I'm seeing, Canada, Australia, New Zealand today, the New Zealanders have done the same thing. They have surrounded their parliament and they have choked off all the roadways getting in to that building and they're not moving. The Aussies are doing the same thing in Canberra. They've blocked everything off. They're not leaving. The Germans, you've got... You've got the what? What the hell's his name? Uh, Lauerbach, the the health minister. You got him that's being paraded around in the streets over here like some kind of a laughable cartoon character. People are laughing at him by the by by the millions a day. And he says, "Oh, well, it's not enough to just get under the skin of the uh, the unvaccinated. We have to do more." You got a set of stones on you, son. But you know what? It's not just you. I honestly believe that it's just that person that's put there to take the fall for his predecessor. Oh, Spawn, we didn't forget about him. No, we didn't forget about that one. But that's that's another argument for another day. But with all these governments, with all of them, by hearing that type of talk, lady, you're so delusional, you've probably convinced yourself of the reality, the false reality that you've created for yourself. That's called a paranoid delusion. You're psychotic. You're having a paranoid schizophrenic episode, thinking that you're living in a world that doesn't exist. You think that people are angry at what? What do you think they're out there for? They're out there because of people like you that are in that office. I'm not specifically discussing that one particular individual. I'm talking about the people with that kind of attitude. You have shut down people's businesses. You didn't care too much about that. You have pulled children out of school. You have disrupted the social harmony of our societies. You have broken families. You have caused people to commit suicide on mass scales never before seen in recorded history. And you wonder when the arrests are going to be made? I have the same questions. So do all of those people out there. Now, I will take a step further and say, with all of these governments, with the Aussies, with the Germans, with the with the Italians, with the uh, the New Zealanders, the Canadians, all the countries that we can see that are standing up in mass, here's what needs to happen. As I said, your resignations, all of them, need to be tendered immediately. Dropping restrictions is not enough. You drop restrictions, what's to stop you 
from putting them back in. And you say, well, wait a minute, they're dropping them. Where are the clauses that are being put in saying that they cannot do this again? You're not seeing them, are you? They're not there. Gee, I wonder why. But to Klaus Schwab's point, where does he fit in? Well, this is pretty simple. When he gave that statement saying, well, we have all these young global leaders and what's important is we've penetrated the cabinets and we've got those people that are on our side. Right there proves that you've been undermining the democratic process in nations for a very long time. And I do believe that that is an admission of an international criminal conspiracy against the people. We can deal with Schwab and company later. But what the important thing is here is that we get these people out of these offices as soon as possible. And I mean yesterday. Out of these offices, we hold emergency elections. We get new government in there that represent us, that represent we the people, so we can neutralize the threat coming out of the party of Davos, because they're the ones quarterbacking this at the moment. Now, if what I said there is entirely unhinged and, uh, and, and out of control, I'm guilty as charged. Bruce, you have a differing thought on that? Do you have more to add? Am I completely crazy? Am I wrong? So I would add um, to the truckers... Just 14 days. Of course, just we all know what days, that means. Really. Just 14 just, days to flatten the curve, yeah. Just just 14 days to flatten the curve. Uh, they actually said that. They were asked in the beginning, yeah, how long are you guys that. planning on being here? Just 14 days. Yeah. So this um, council member, I do think that some of the people are probably frustrated um, with the protests that are going on. It's probably not garnering much favor from the local people uh, with the trucks being there things being effectively shut down, more or less. Uh, but here's the thing. The, the council is, is pissed about this because the truckers are shutting down the city, not them. That's the problem. It's the truckers that have shut everything down and are bringing light to this. It's not them shutting the businesses down and, and all of that. So they've effectively lost control. And I, I think that's more what the they, what, what the issue is, is they don't have they control. Don't, they don't need any more control. The fact that they have had control has caused this problem. Their yeah. reign of control yeah. is is like it, it's time for this to end. As in, I'm not oh, talking I, about I the, the convoy. It's time for these people in these offices, which, quite frankly, the way that our elections have been run and by the statements kind of coming out of Schwab, I don't think any of these people have actually been elected. I said that well over a year ago when we were talking about the 2020 election, when none of the Republicans stood up and we're not talking about election fraud. We're not talking about that today at all. But what I'm talking about is audits. We want audits. I want audits at the federal, state and local level. I want every damn apple cart overturned. All of it. I want to know from the damn elected position at the county commissioner on the school boards, all of it. I want to know who's supposed to be there and who's not. And I bet if you start overturning that apple cart in Canada, you'll find the same thing. Yeah, um, I'm not entirely sure our, our Western society as a whole is, um, uh, you know, the uh, uh, republics and the, the, the democratic systems and all of that. I don't think they're um, no, they, the they've been legit for a while. No. And the, when I when I saw that the Republicans weren't willing to stand up and, and say that, then that right there makes them complicit, in my opinion. Why don't you want to know? Yeah. Why don't you want to know? Yeah. Because I bet at that point. Exactly. I'll bet a lot of them aren't even supposed to be there, too. Yeah. Well, given the fact that uh, many of the Republicans are taking some of the same business deals with the CCP, uh, it, it's no surprise. But uh, to the council, no, I don't. I, I don't think your uh, position is crazy. I do think that uh, these governments should, at the very least, 
be investigated for criminal uh, misconduct or wrongdoing when it comes to uh, these uh, COVID restrictions, lockdowns, yep. policies, all of that. Because did your policies that you enacted, did it kill more people? Did it cause people to kill themselves? Did it cause more infection spread? Did it cause more people to die because of infection? Did uh, uh, the media, as an example, they need to be investigated in this because the lies that they were spewing, how many more people did that cause to get uh, to not go to the hospital or not go to, you know, to a doctor or how many of uh, the, the narrative they were pushing that hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, all of this is horrible, terrible. This is it's horse paste and blah, blah, blah. How many did it curb from taking the medication and how many doctors did it uh, convince not to to dole it out? How many like there needs to be investigations all over this, all over the place. The problem is we don't even know if our judicial system is even functioning the way it's supposed to. No. So even no, if you we got- did go in and have all these investigations, you can't trust. Who are you going to send? The FBI? It's KGB is the FBI. So why why would I trust them to go and do these investigations? You got judges yeah. you got judges outlawing honking for God's sake. Yeah. Which yeah, that that might come across as a bit of extreme uh to the, to the listener that the FBI is a, the KGB uh, prove it wrong. If the shoe fits, <laughs> right? If the shoe fits. Uh which the KGB I mean, doesn't exist anymore. It's called the FSB, but that's you know what they did? Honestly, I was listening to a guy, I was listening to an expert on the Soviet Union actually uh, talk about that this morning. And he said, you know what they did when they changed from the KGB to the FSB? They changed the sign on the door. That's literally all they did. They changed the sign on the door. They stopped calling themselves communists and they started calling themselves oligarchs and mafia. That's all they did. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. it. They really made no other changes. They did make a little bit of a change. They're no longer a communist country in that sense. They're now a, a you know corrupt capitalist system. But uh-huh. just wait. Same thing. Just one wait. and the same. Putin's trying to get the band back together. You just you just wait. Yeah, you just wait. The the, the thing is, is communism and uh, and crony capitalism. They're one and the same. It, it's the same thing. It it results in the same thing. You get oligarchs or elite that are basically untouchable in all of this and they have slews of money they're they're swimming in billions of dollars and their country is living in squalor i mean it's kind of the same scenario look at the look at the average okay as far as america is concerned okay yes i know america is like the 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 fourth uh, they're like the top four percent or something like that. They're like uh, of the world. I, I get it. We're we're very wealthy as far as world standards are concerned. But when when you go by American standards, look at the majority of America. The majority of America by American standards is living a lower lifestyle. They they have a lower income. The lower it, it, yeah, and it 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 all changes based on what area you live in and everything. That's not to say we're impoverished or any of these kind of things. My point is, even though America is so great and we do have the capacity to pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps, we do have that capacity here. And it, it, it is still one of the freest countries in the world. I get it. Um, yeah, Bruce, I mean, but you heard GP yesterday. We, we are. You, also, you heard GP talking yesterday about wrestling alligators naked with a gun on your hip. You can do yeah. that. Yeah, you can do that. I'm sorry. I had to, I, for whatever reason, I just that, that's the first thing when you said free country and GP equated that to to, to that yesterday. I just can't get it out of my I, head. Honestly, uh, yeah, it, it, that that's what I consider freedom as well. You want to go true. out and do that. You should be able to you do that. You should be able to do that. Not in front of kids. Yeah, though. not not this not this woke garbage. Just keep yeah. it. 
keep it in your own yeah. home. You know, keep it in your backyard or well, something with a privacy fence. Preferably at least have some underwear on or something. Preferably yes, if you're going to yes. be doing it in a public space. Yes, we're not space. we're not promoting any yeah. of that stuff. So yeah, don't yeah just just don't yeah. do it. Your best your best bet is to just not do it because you're probably still going to get a visit from the police when you do that. <laughs> yes, even in Florida. So just well. well you're going to get a visit from the police because you probably got bit by the alligator. That's true. And yeah, that is yeah, true. They're, they're yeah, now having to you come know what down. It was. You know what it was? The, the alligator. alligator had COVID. Yeah, the alligator had COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what mm. it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, just to all of that, I, I don't think uh, with, with the arrests and there's going to be a lot of changes that have to happen, even for the U.S., before there's any kind of arrests made. On, on these individuals. Keep in mind, Anthony Fauci should have been removed back in the 80s because of the stuff that he did with the HIV AIDS. Yeah. Just the stuff that he was saying, the stuff that he should have just been fired, not arrested and thrown in prison. This time around, though, it is far worse. And they funded the research that created the virus. They hid uh, the, the, well, the, the the research information that that you know i ivermectin hydroxychloroquine um and these other there's like six or seven that i know of that are uh, effective against it they hit all that information and and spearheaded a campaign to uh, discredit it and discredit uh -huh. any doctor that comes up and and talks about it paid people off it's just i i, I don't know i i have no i have no faith in the system i should i should put it i, I should put it that way i have no faith in the system you know, I right I think that's yeah, that, that's part of that's part of the agenda. That's that's what the Communist Party and I'm not talking about China. I'm just talking in general because the Communist Party knows no boundaries. They know no borders. The Communist Party in general, they want us to lose faith in our system. That's the point of it. They want us to lose faith in our system, in our leaders, in our electoral process, in our monetary system, everything. They want us to lose faith in all of it. They want to break everything down to a point where you step up and you demand something better, but they want you, they need you to demand their system. That's not what has to happen here. You don't demand their system because it's authoritarianism. And that's what we've been dealing with over the last two years. We need to move as far away from that as humanly possible from any side, right, left, whatever. I don't care. Any form of authoritarianism should be rejected wholeheartedly on its face. We don't want to go there. We've been down that road. That is so last century, if you want to put it in modern terms for the kids these days. That is so last century. We're dealing with a bunch of sad relics from the 20th century is what we're dealing with. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and, and all these, these losers, they're sad relics. Look at these people. Look at them. Look at Fauci. That is a sad old man right there. Klaus Schwab, that's a sad old man. It is. You ever see that? You, you're just driving down an old neighborhood somewhere, and you just see the man that's kind of lost everything, just kind of rocking on his front porch with a blanket across his lap. That's a sad old man. That's Schwab. He's a sad old man that has no fulfillment in his life whatsoever. Nothing. If he didn't have the backing financially from these corrupt institutions that should have been burned out over a decade ago, he'd be some washed out has been in a university trying to sell books on some on some network like CNN or something. That's all he would be. He's nothing. None of these people are. None of them are supposed to be there. They haven't earned anything. They've stolen everything to get where they are. They have political capital and nothing else. And they're bleeding out from every orifice with that one already, with this agenda. It's torpedoed everything they've stood for. Not fast enough, though. Not fast enough. They're trying to they're trying to put tourniquets on it every which way. To the, to that real quick, I'm I'm hearing a lot of arguments that um, because here in America we have the elections coming up, the midterms, 
a lot of these COVID restrictions and whatnot are going to be cut back and they're going to start, you know, opening things up again to try to garnish favor from the, the garner favor from the, uh, the populace. And if you notice all the talking points that the Republicans have started um, saying, which we've been saying for a, a year, year and a half, I'm going on two years now. They're just now jumping on board saying those same things. If you notice, the Democrats are like, oh, what's your talking point? Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and do that. And they're removing the talking points. But based on what we've been talking about, successive approximation, that's the one caveat in the system because we don't have dictators that are in place always. Uh, there is still an election process and they still have to make it look good. I think that um, once the election process is done and they've, you know, uh, cheated the system again and uh, uh, receipt that that that's the thing is we're going to have to have such a blowout when it comes to uh, the elections, uh, red wave or whatever you want to call it. It has to be so clear that they won. It's going to have to be like a 20 point lead or something like that. It has to be completely annihilating them in the polls. It's too close. Because to call. if you don't, it'll be too close to call and uh, they'll be able to cheat their way out. And if we beat them by such a large margin like that, they won't be able to cheat enough to overcome it uh, without uh, raising suspicion. So that's the only way I see out of it um, uh, right now on the surface. But if they win the elections and retain their seats in the uh, House and Senate, yeah, just expect a successive approximation and they'll... Well, they'll go right back to their... Uh... Yeah, you can. They'll, they're kind of drifting to the center right now, but you'll see them go far, far left when uh, whenever they get back in there. So yeah. anyway, we are going to have to go. Like I said, we're going to kick out of here a few minutes early. It's uh, it's been almost the full time, just how it goes. But again, we have a podcast that's coming up on Monday. You don't want to miss it. You want to make sure that you catch that one on Monday because that explains a lot of what we're dealing with and what we're going to be dealing with in the future in the capital and the credit markets. So for those of you who'd like to drop us any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Please do so anytime by dropping us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a fantastic evening. We will see you tomorrow.